Why don't we begin? This is Fresh Hop Cinema. Hello and welcome to Fresh Hop Cinema. I'm Max Minardi. That's Johnny Summers. What's happening together with your favorite podcast about movies and beer? And guess what? There's more of that coming right now. Indeed. We do this every week. We yep. put out episodes every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've missed us for a couple weeks and you thought we were Mondays, psh, not anymore. Yep. Tuesdays all day, baby. Changing it up on you. Watch out. As Johnny said, we cover craft beers and movies on this here podcast. We do two beers and one movie each and every week. This week, we're covering a little horror flick called Brightburn. And if you haven't seen it yet, don't worry. We're not going to spoil it till the very end of the show. Till part tray. Part tray. Called the Danger Zone. Indeed. Uh, so what we will do first, probably, is most importantly, give a shout out to the person that gave us the beers for today and probably future days as well. So big shout out to Cameron, who drove all the way down from Oregon. Not specifically for this, but we'll pretend like it was. I'd like to think specifically yeah. for this. Um, so she's gotten us both of our beers for today, which I'm looking forward to. I haven't had either one. Uh, and probably, well, I'm sure we'll mention it when we do other episodes with her beers. Yeah. Our beers. They're going to be peppered in. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you want to talk about the first one, get into it. Let's do it, man. I'm excited because the can is so damn sexy. Does it have a thing on, does it have a Simon says on the can? Cause Um, it has it on the website. It does not probably for copyright reasons. Yeah. Maybe, huh? No, it just says that it's a fruit forward, juicy hop character. Um, that's what dominates. Fruit forward, juicy hop character dominates. Clementine and passion fruit in forefront of aroma with tropical pineapple in the finish. Simon says embrace the haze. This is from Stellar Beer, launched in Bend, Oregon. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's a really fun looking can for sure. There's like a, what is it, an astronaut? Or it is Stellar Beer. Launched. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's from uh, Silver Moon Brewing. Oh, sure. Which I have never had anything from them. No, I haven't either. Um, I'm looking at their website. It looks pretty fun. I want to find a little bit more information about them. Um, they have a tab that says F Cancer. So I'm in. That's very, very fun. Yeah. Uh, let's see if we can get to their homepage and learn a little bit about them. Uh, would you mind pouring yourself a little bit of that beer and give me your initial impressions on it? I'm reading. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, 30 IVUs, 7.6% ABV. Nice. That's all. Real was, solid. Yeah. The can art's really cool, too. You'll probably see it in our collage that we put out on the social medias. We usually try and find the label if the brewery puts it out in high-def enough format. Right. But if not, then we just use their logo. But you can find it. We'll link to their stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure they were, in fact, originally from Bend, and that wasn't like a fun turn of phrase. But they are in Bend, Oregon. So if you're in that area, check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what are you looking at in your glass now, dude? This is definitely beer. It's uh, nice and light yellow. Doesn't look too orange juicy. Super uh, super hazy, though. Definitely can't see through it. It's a nice light yellow. Looks like yeah. a little bit ahead. Yeah, for Not sure. Not too crazy. Smells like papayas. I get melony, like tropical melons right on the nose immediately. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, papaya's a great one. Pineapple a little bit. Um, looks pretty standard for an IPA. You yeah. said, did you say seven something? Seven, eight, seven, six. Let me, yeah. Where did you see them? I can buy your, yeah, vanity. 7.6. Yep. It's a strong beer. It is. It's good too. I like it. You get like a ton of pineapple juice. It's that's like the forefront of what I'm of tasting is sure. tons of pineapple. Yeah. I actually get that too, but not in like a overly juicy, like too sweet kind of way. I feel like this is pretty well balanced. Yeah. And it, it could is. very well just go, go the direction of just juice bomby. Yeah, it's not too sweet at all. No, but there's enough of it there to like really round out that tropical thing, but yeah. not kind of overpower the hoppiness too. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I also like it. Um, yeah, we're drinking this out of a 12-ounce can. Um, I bet you they have more available, but uh, usually we'll like talk about how much this costs and where you can get it. Uh, safe to say you can't get it in Chico, where we are based. And we don't know how much it costs. So that's fine. So we're just, just enjoying a beer that tastes good. Yeah, it feels like there's a little almost like old fruit on the finish. Like it finishes a little like musty with like a super subtle funkiness, maybe a la like a vacuum bag. Kind not of quite. Not, okay. not that funky. Sure. No, I don't know what that is, but it's different. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I pick up on that too much. There is like some earthiness maybe kind of on the back burner for me, but you know, I've heard that doing a giant shot of whiskey right before you hit record is mm. good for the palate. We should try that sometime. I, we should. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just to follow up on this F cancer thing, it's a it's a beer they put out. It's another IPA, um, 
and they have a whole program. It's called the F Cancer Program, and they say it's that time of year again. Our F Cancer Program will run from June 1st to August 31st this year. Uh, last year, they raised fifty thousand dollars for cancer research. That's awesome. Well, that's cool. And they're trying to make seventy five thousand dollars this year. Um, and that's you know we're coming up on that in a couple of days. Uh, so if you are in Bend or you've had stuff from Silver Moon, you know, buy some more beer, help fund cancer research. Totally that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, I am going to be up in Bend in October going to see a concert, and I'm pretty sure that this place is across the street from the venue. We were oh, is that out, right? We were hanging out with Cameron last night, and she mentioned that I believe this place is directly across the street. What's uh, what's the concert you're seeing? Uh, I'm going to go see Red Fang and Clutch. You love Red Fang. I do love Red Fang, and they are opening for Clutch, and I've never seen them, so I'm stoked on that. Nice, dude. Oh, uh, cool. Good excuse to go spend a weekend in Bend. Right, as if as if you need one. Right. Um, what's the venue you're seeing the show at? Uh, Oh, it's something like ballroom. Okay. It's like right downtown. So if you, uh, yeah, wait. yeah. So is it perhaps it's the a midtown, midtown ballroom? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Literally right across the street. Dope. Right Very there cool. on Greenwood and Hill street. Right next to mom's tattoo studio. Oh, shoot. That's, that's your corner, dude. <laughs> that is. That's funny. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a, a tavern. Oh, sure. Looks like we have a dive bar. Whatever Kids Paradise is. I, well, we Ooh, can miss oh, that, I've but. been, I know right where that's at. Oh, I've really? been to Lone Pine Coffee Roasters is great. Oh, oh, yeah. That sounds familiar to me too, actually. Yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe I've been there. Click on that. Let's see. Yeah, uh, Lone Pine. She doesn't look familiar. No, she doesn't. This random Yelp picture does not ring a bell. But no. Click that's, on. Do that's they have a, a good, website? I'm sure they do. I don't uh, see a website. I don't, I don't either. Actually, uh, how about right there? <laughs> there we go. Um, but yeah, yeah, so that'll be fun. Totally. You should come with me. Yeah, man. I mean, we've got a music venue, a couple of bars, a brewery, uh, a coffee shop. Yeah, I've totally been to that coffee shop. I remember the brick front. Yeah, I Ben think. is a beautiful place, man. It's so nice. There's yeah. so much up there. And I love it. Every time I go up there, I find new places I've never been. Yeah. Like last time we went, we found a pool hall. It was all Australian themed. Did I tell you about that? No. It's called Dudas. Spell that. D-O-O-D-A-S, nice. I believe. Dudas. Uh, it was like all Australian themed. They were from Australia, the owners. Sure. And they had hand pies. You could get like a hand, like it's like a... Think a hot pocket, but with yeah. like real fillings, like kind of like a beef stew right. inside. That's crazy, yeah, that's cool. You could just be drinking that's all like night. A thing in Australia. It's a thing, yeah, yeah. cool. But it was uh, fun. Quick update: Lone Pine, Lone Pine. Did I just make that up? No, that's what it's called. Lone yeah. Pine Coffee Roasters. They are closed right now. They're oh. building a new location. All right. Uh, I don't know how many people ever listen to what we say, but if you're like hearing that you're Lone Pine, I live right by that. Don't go. It's not there anymore. They probably know that already. That's probably true. Yeah. yeah. Someone just drives from Chico, like, I'm going now. I got to go for that lone <laughs> Come back. Yeah, they've been around since 09. That's cool. They're moving into a new space. Hopefully, it's bigger and better. Dude, I'd be curious to know if there's any collaboration been done with, like, a coffee stop between these guys and Silver Moon. I'm sure there has. Like, every... Well, if they roast their own coffee. Yeah, that's true. It could just be a dope No, yeah, it's Lone Pine Coffee Roasters. Oh, okay. I guarantee I've been there. I woke up a couple mornings and been... I like to just... Drive around until I find like the coolest little hole in the wall coffee shop. Yep, it's like the most. Yep. That's like the most hipster thing I do. I think it's a good thing to do though. Like it's it's, especially when you find one, it yeah. feels so good, and you're like, you you. It's not a letdown. You find something that is actually good and mm-hmm. worth your time searching. Yep. Versus like you find out it's like a McDonald's cafe. Yeah. Or like you just find another Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. You find one that like the owners are probably there. That's yeah. a good feeling. Right. It's a great feeling. I, well, because I think it comes from just living and growing up in this area. And like Chico is so uh, community business based, like yeah. buy local, support local. We have so many great local businesses. It's it's fun to default to that when you can. Like there's always going to be a Starbucks when you need coffee. For sure. But when you yeah, can find totally. like a little restaurant, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was listening to, I believe it was uh, Whiskey Ginger with uh, Andrew yeah. Santino one of my favorite podcasts. And he was talking that his dad had this rule where you never go to a restaurant that the owner's not there. Oh, what if it's like the day off though? Well, yeah, but that never go to a restaurant. The owner doesn't go to. Yeah. Like work at like a chain, you know, sure. like stick to places where like they own one or like, un- I think he had, his dad had a limit. Like if they own more than three places. It's yeah. garbage. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, funny. That's such a dad rule to have. Yeah. I was looking at, um, my old emails and I thought that I had one because I think I tried to like get a gig at Silver Moon Brewing okay. like back in 2013. Oh, wow. Uh, I remember thinking it was going to be on like St. Paddy's Day or something oh, and shoot. I had an Irish band and I couldn't book it, but it sounds so familiar. Um, so I'm not sure, but it a lot of a lot of this feels very familiar to me as well, like this kind of area. Yeah. Look, so if there's like a, been there. that's a Chimay sign. Yeah, it is. 
There's a bar near there. Yeah. I've definitely been there. Bend is fun. We should go to Bend. I should go with you. That'd that, be fun. That would be fun. When did you say the concert is? It's not till October and it's on a Saturday night. What? Like, oh, I could look it up. It's in my phone. Do it. I'm going to be on uh, my honeymoon for some of October. Okay. But not all of it. Well. But it, a lot of it. Could be fun if you're around. I could I expose. can cut it short. I'll cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. Please don't. You're going way cooler places. Uh, the 12th. Oh, yeah. I, I Yeah. No, that'll be smacked out of the middle of it. That's cool. That's you're right. you're going to be like in the land where metal came from. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, take a picture of Ben for me when you're there. I will. Take a uh, picture of wherever you are. I for sure will. We'll swap pictures in that moment. That'd be great. We'll be a continent apart. Yeah. That's very sweet. It's the farthest apart we will have ever been. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's messed up. Same with, yeah. You know, it's yeah. making me sad. <laughs> Don't be sad. Uh, let's get back to this beer. Yeah, man. Now that we've done a deep dive on Bend, I'm going to be up there. If you're in Bend. Yeah. I told Cameron, Cameron. I'd look her up. We might hang out. I'm going to try and get her and her husband out to the show. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. Just go party with them in Bend. Totally. If she's around, I'm going to try. But yeah, I'll be up there in October. So if anyone lives around there uh, and has a guest house they want to let me use for that weekend. There you go. That'd be cool. Dude, I, have, I feel weird. Like sometimes I'll be like, yeah, if you're, if you're in like Louisiana when I'm there. And then I feel dumb, like nobody's in Louisiana that listens. But then every now and again, someone's like, oh, yeah, like writes in, like, we listen to the show. And we live in, in like, oh, like South uh, Dakota. What was it, Steve? In, oh, that was in yeah, Alabama? Steve. Yes, I think he was in Birmingham. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, shout out, Steve. What's up? Yeah. Um, and so then I'm, I feel so vindicated because I was like, oh, no, we listen to the show. Yeah. Come to this, come to this bar or whatever. It's so, it, such a cool feeling. I've had that happen where, like, I tell people where I'm going to be at, like, mm-hmm. this weekend. And then yeah. I see somebody. It's very cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. If you like it. If you don't like it, it's got to be pretty weird. But then well, don't tell people. Exactly. And don't if have a podcast. If I didn't like it, I wouldn't you know? say it. Yeah. So this beer. Very good. Oh, I had to burp. Yeah, I heard it. Yep. I don't know if anybody else did, but it, I did. Well, now they know. Right. Honesty. Just, I want them to be on the same page as us. It's only fair. Uh, yeah. I keep looking up and seeing the coffee roaster thing, and it's making me want coffee. You can fix that. No, well, it's fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> did you break it? No, but I almost stopped uh, the recording. Is it still recording? It absolutely is. Sweet. But I was not on the internet. I just, I, <laughs> I hit the close tab button, and that, is, I guess, means self-destruct on our recording There's software. too many monitors, man. Yeah. It's the first time we've not had them mirrored. It's like the first time we've had two separate monitors in a while. So that I forget to sense. check if I'm on the right one. Totally. I like this beer yeah. a lot. I would like to go to this place. I feel like I will be there before the Red Fang show. And yeah, nice dude. Given the reputation that Red Fang has, I have a good chance of drinking beers with these guys before the show. Yeah, haven't you done that before? Yeah, in Sacramento. Yeah, when they played at yeah. Goldfields. That's great. Yeah, they're cool guys. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Uh, buy them a beer, I guess. No, they can buy me a beer. That would be pretty dope. They're on tour. Finagle like, them you, the, you yeah. guys, I've bought all of your vinyl. I guess like they're a bigger band too. Like my experience on tour is like I am scraping by. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, please buy me a beer. But I yeah. guess that's true if they're a bigger band. Well, bigger objectively. They're definitely still touring. They might have a bus. Did you mean subjectively? Objectively. Like they Subject- are definitely bigger. Well, they're not bigger. Like they have the same amount of members, but like just like right. their level of fame, like there's a good chance they're probably still touring in a van. Is that oh versus like a giant like a tour bus? Yeah, so I don't know. Like Clutch for sure is touring in a tour bus. The Mm -hmm. band they open for. I'd be curious to see if Red Fang's in a bus. I bet they have a bus. I I feel like if if they're the kind of band that like has a beer or two with fans before a show, they're a van band. Mm, Yeah, but like a big van. But also, like I'd be that guy even if I had a bus. Yeah, but I feel like the the thing is like. Once you get to a certain level of fame, like there's too many people that want to have beers with you. Sure. And like you just can't do it. So you just don't. Like how yeah. do you pick single people? You just cut it off. Exactly. Completely. But they're also like the style of band that it's like kind of like party metal. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. very groovy and like I could see them doing that. But they're also from Portland. So oh. <laughs> they might just get in a van and drive down and That's drive true. back. Yeah. That That's night. like a three hour drive? About three, three, three or Something four. Like yeah. Just straight up the five. I've been to Portland in a while. I want to go back. I haven't been since like last um Last February, maybe? Mm, I haven't been right? in a while either. Portland's great. Let's do a beer thing. Let's go. Let's hit some stuff. Some breweries. We could crash. I have a crash pad um, 15 minutes outside Portland. My cousin is like one of us. He's the coolest dude ever. I don't I, know about this crash. I think we get a nice Airbnb. Mm. Like a private place just to ourself. And we just do that. All right. And then I don't have to meet new people. You don't have to meet new people. We just have our own well, area. Well, I know my we, cousin. Well, sure, but I don't. And like if <laughs> I went to, like I have friends in Portland too, but like. We just, I feel like the way that we can both get about being around people when we don't want to be around people. We would be able to relax. Like I want the safety net of just having our little zone. Yep. 
Yeah, no, I was just propositioned for a, a weekend trip with some friends to San Francisco, mm. and they they posited the idea that we could all split a room, the four of us, like adults. a hotel room. Yeah, you and could. I said, or we could not. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> right. I will have or my no. own room. Yes. I'm 32 years oh, old. Man, I'm a grown up. I'm not splitting a Motel 6 with three other people. Wait, does the hotel room have bunk beds? Because I'm in. I mean, dude, yeah. no. There's hostels in San Francisco that do have beds like that, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. But There's... I'm not staying in a hostel because you have to share a bathroom. You have to share almost everything. Yeah, it's As strange. I understand it, you have to share your toothbrush if well, people there's, ask. There's hostels in San Francisco that you can get for like 40 bucks a night where you get a room with a bed. And that's it. But well, yeah, dude, it's a communal bathroom. So that's what you pay for in a hostel is the bed. Yeah. Like, that's the idea, which is so stupid if you're traveling with a group of people. Uh, shout out to Brian and my friend Norik, who went on my first tour with me up the coast through Portland. Actually, nice tie-in. And we stayed in a hostel, and we've been staying in hotels. And then the three of us wanted to stay at this hostel. And they were just like, all right, perfect. Give us your card. And then took the card and was like, all right, that'll be $90. And it's like, we could get a hotel room for cheaper than that with people to make our beds and stuff. And we're just paying for the bed. It was like $30 and it was like so crammed just to sleep, just to sleep. Yeah. But it's good if you're like backpacking alone, if you're alone, it's great. Yeah. Yes. But with a group of people, you might as well get, just get a room, a double bedroom and somebody sleeps on the floor yes. or you snug up. Yeah. Whatever. Get snuggy with it. It's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, you want to rate this? Do we have any more? Uh, we were planning a beer trip to Portland. Why do we have to rate this well, beer? I don't want to this give is, everybody our details. This is so, well, we're not going to give them dates and locations. <laughs> yeah, we'll be. And also, if we have someone yeah. that is that dedicated that's going to stalk us to Oregon, I'm into it. Just right? come with us. <laughs> yeah, just come. Like we can be friends. We're in a van. We're not on a bus. Don't we're, make, we're that level. You know what? Just don't make it creepy. Sure. There's a big difference between going with us and following us. Yes. So. Yeah. We should, though. That'd be fun. We've been talking about taking our ladies on a trip, like a fresh hop trip. We have talked about that. We had that. mentioned San Diego. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I don't want to do that anymore. I've changed my mind on that. I'm fine with that. I just I'd, hate that drive. I'd rather go to Portland. Sure. Dude, we could even go to, like, the coast here. We could. Uh, like, North Coast area. Yeah, there's not many breweries up there. There's, like, three, yeah, right? There's, like... They're all not that great. I would contest... North Coast is cool. With North Coast. Is that who does Presbyterian? Yeah. yeah. North Coast is the only good one up there. Yeah. What else is there? Like Mad River? Um, yeah. Eel River? No, those are up north, like north of Humboldt. Like we're talking like the Fort Bragg area. That's yeah. a ways off okay. from, from like the Humboldt area. Right. I thought there was another one in there. Um, like not quite to the coast, but like. The one that does Aya Hawk. Oh, yeah. Uh, I no, think they I'm, just went under. Oh. Well, yeah. Make better beer. So it's getting sparse, but like Mendocino's yeah. dope. That's such a fun little downtown to go explore. Dude, or yeah, or if we go to like um, Santa Rosa, like we could hit Russian River and uh, Racer 5 Brewery, whatever yeah. that is called. Uh, oh, what the heck oh. is that brewery? Um, you know, California. Bear something Bear, Bear Republic? Bear Republic. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. We could. Love Racer 5. I think if we'd, we'd be better off doing like just a weekend in Bend. Yeah, that's probably true. That'd be, that'd yeah. be like the move. Bend or Portland. But even, I think Portland has less awesome breweries and stuff to do than bend. Well, I think also there's just, it's so much more congested. Mm -hmm. So like you can go to a brewery like Deschutes or something. Well, Deschutes is even out of bend, isn't it? Yeah. They just have a tap room in Portland. Mm -hmm. Um, I just feel like we get more done and be more relaxed and bend. Yeah. It's great vibes. And I'll take you to like the cool breakfast stop. Yeah. Let's do that in like December. That'd be treacherous to get up there. That's true. Yeah. Neither of us have, I mean, we do it in, we do it in summer, I guess. Or like fall. Sure. Well, creepers will either be there in summer, fall, or spring. We could do a weekend before you go on your honeymoon. Yeah, I'm big. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Next spring. Yeah, let's say next spring. I like that. It gives us time to plan it. Yeah, true. Uh, Speaking of planets, oh, like on this can, the astronaut is on. It looks more like the moon, but whatever. I'm going to rate this beer. I'm going to rate Simon Says. I need I, a little bit more. Is there more? Mm, okay. Sorry, buddy. I <laughs> just uh, I finished it. Um, but you did just have a sip. So final thoughts on this before we close the book on it. It's pleasant. It's incredibly tropical. So don't buy this beer if you don't want uh, your mouth to be awash with papaya and pineapple juice and all things like a tropical cocktail. If you're yeah. into that, I would say go for it. It's not too hazy and like orange juicy. It's mm-hmm. not sickly sweet. Very well balanced, but super on the tropical side. Yeah, that sounds right to me yeah. too. Uh, this beer is a, a solid like 7.5. Nice. Okay, I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay, very good. It's yeah. exactly doing what it wants to do. Totally. Yeah. I think I think to find that balance between flavors that can be really overbearing, like pineapple or papaya or mango, 
Um, and to be able to sort of pull it back just to be balanced is a very cool quality in a beer. Yeah. So well, I'm into this. Exactly. And the fact that they, they described it on the can and it is completely accurate mm. and you got clementine passion fruit uh and pineapple yeah that's like, it it's that's it it's passion fruit and pineapple. did you say that already yeah i said that at the Earlier? beginning i don't remember hearing that because I, I clementine didn't occur it's to me because you don't listen i listen sometimes it's all right man yeah, yeah clementines are the tiny little um like uh, mm-hmm. tangerines right yeah yeah those are so good they're so good but like super citrusy and i don't get a lot of citrus in this beer you know but wait, clementines, I thought they were like super sweet. They are, but they're still like very orangey and kind of zesty citrusy. I could flavors. see that with this if you like take in the pineapple-ness of it too. Like it's kind of all comes together. Like Yeah, a, maybe like a, like a Jamba Juice kind of. I was just going to say, this is like an orange Julius. in your eyes. Yeah. You saw the orange Julius in my I eyes? I saw a smoothie of some sort. And I was like, uh, hey, I'm just going to go Jamba Juice. Quit trying to sweet talk. Go out on a limb. Yeah, I've always been more of a Jamba Juice person. As opposed to orange Julius? Yeah, I don't want well, to go to For sure. I want to go to the mall to get no. a drink. Are, do they have their own stores? In they're the, just only at the mall. I think they're only There's ever like never the a mall. standalone Orange Julius. If you've ever seen a standalone Orange Julius, please take pictures and report back. This is important. I actually don't think they're. I've never seen one. I think they're only in malls. Yeah. Jamba juices are always it's in like, strip malls, though. That's true. You ever seen a standalone Jamba juice? Oh. N- um, n- yeah. N- no. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Same with like Annie Ann's pretzels or Wetzel's pretzels. Any pretzel shop. Which is a crock because those pretzels are delicious. One time I said to Gio, I woke up, well, I woke up at like 10 or something. And by noon, we were just watching, this is a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It's like watching a show. And I just stood up and I said, I want a, <laughs> I think I swore. I said, I want a pretzel. <laughs> yeah. And then I put on my shoes and I left and I went to the only place they sell pretzels, which is the mall. Actually, you can get them at the movie theater. That's true, but those are not as good. Yes. The ones in the mall are great and They're they great. have the different seasonings. Yes. I like the like Italian seasoning, but I, I, I'm yeah. a sucker for just the original, just the salt. Yeah. I got to be feeling real spicy to try to get like the sour cream and onion powder stuff. Like I'll yeah. just go give me a salted pretzel. Although if you're in the mood, the cinnamon sugar one, quite you'd, nice. You'd have to be in the mood though. You almost want like one of each. Yeah. So I bought four that day. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm here for this. So I'm going to get them. I even got the little like nuggets. The little nuggets. bites, the pretzel Those bites. Those are the cinnamon yeah. ones. Those are so good. So good. Yeah. It's a thing, man. Uh, it's such a thing that that's on Postmates now. You can have those delivered. What's Postmates? It's the food delivery app. Oh, nice. There's a bunch of those, right? There's yeah. Like Uber Eats and that. And yeah. Others Postmates is like one of the most prolific, but it's only in major cities. But yeah, you can get yeah. those pretzels delivered now. We well, don't count as a major city, right? We're getting there. Oh. All the food delivery apps are here now. Like we have Uber and Lyft. Uh-huh. Watch out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we have to go to break. Let's go to break and come back and talk about this movie. Are you good at that? I need a break. Yeah, I've got to turn this AC real quick. I'm exhausted. Okay, we'll be right back. Hey, out there in Radioland, if you're looking for an amazing place to grab an ice cold beer, maybe a cocktail, and some delicious food this spring slash start in the summer, boy, do I have the place for you. It's the Handlebar, everybody, right here in Chico. It is located at 2070 East 20th Street, and the Handlebar has a happy hour seven days a week from 2 to 6 p.m. where you can get a dollar off all of their draft beers. Or cocktails. Or cocktails. They have an amazing selection of both of those things. Uh, I confess to being guilty of enjoying the beer more than a cocktail, but, you know, nature of the game, I suppose. As the mood strikes. Indeed. Again, that's the Handlebar right here in Chico, 2070 East 20th Street. Go check them out. Mom, who am I? You are a gift. We believe that you came here for a reason. I know it's been difficult for you lately, that you feel different from other kids. Just the floor, Brian. You are different. Caitlin, get my hand up. He's a creep. Help him up. I want him in handcuffs and I want him gone. Do you even know who his real mother is? I'm his real mother. Let's go. Maybe there is something wrong with Brandon. I will never turn against our son. He's not our son!
All right, that was a trailer for Brightburn. It is a horror movie that imagines basically what happens if a superhero lands on Earth and is not a hero. Fair enough? Yeah, that's about it. It's I, I think the premise is pretty simple there. There's yeah. just this kid who is a baby that lands from a spaceship and then is adopted by two people, uh, played by Elizabeth Banks and David Denman. I also think. known as Roy. Sure. Uh, this film was directed by David Yurovsky. It was written by Brian and Mark Gunn. Um, I don't recall off the top of my head what the director has done. The Gun Brothers, but I, I think he was he was known for a couple of things, and they tried to like, oh, you know what it was? Um, or maybe it was the writers. It was Guardians of the Galaxy, I think. Um, we'll get into this more. No, in a that second. was James Gunn. That was James Gunn. You're right. Yeah, the guy that got uh, Me Too'd or whatever, and then oh, did he? He got taken off of the third movie, oh. and then a bunch of the people protested, yes. and I think he's back on it now. Oh, well, all right. I don't know. Uh, anyways, again, this is uh, starring Elizabeth Banks as uh, the parent, the mother. Uh, played, uh, Tony Breyer is her character's name. Tori. Tori Breyer. Hey, Tony. It, oh, did I say Tony? Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Uh, and then David Dedman, a.k.a. Roy from The Office, plays Kyle, the dad. And Jackson plays Brandon, the alien boy yeah. with powers. Um, just a couple of hard facts before we get into what we thought of this movie. It came out on May 24th of 2019. It runs an hour and a half. It's rated R for gore and a lot of jump scares. And that's, I think it, <laughs> you can't rate a movie R for jump scares. You should, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, and as of May 29th worldwide, it's made $18.9 million. All right. John, what'd you think of this? Cause you were, we had, this has been a longstanding debate with this movie. Like, do we see this or do we see book smart? Um, I'm happy we're doing both. I am happy we didn't just do this one. Yes. And that would have been a letdown for me. It would have been uh, a shame to do this one and not do Booksmart yes. at all. Which is to say that like we're not comparing two amazing movies, I think, right? Sure. Yeah. Because we both like Booksmart. Yeah. I think I would even yep. posit that we both liked it more than this. I don't even remember recording that last podcast, though. I was so low energy that day. That's how I started off today. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was fired up to talk today, but yeah, when we recorded that uh, Booksmart episode, yeah. I was like four day hangover. Oh, that's true. I did not want to talk to anyone. <laughs> I thought it was a good episode, man. <laughs> Sweet. But good. Know. I'm glad I showed up. I was like, no offense, but I was totally on autopilot. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. I have to say words now. Yeah. It worked out well. Be a person. Um, so my thoughts on Brightburn. On Brightburn overall. Sure. Um, in summation, I would say that this movie is medium entertaining with a major identity crisis. Ooh, I love that turn of phrase. Yeah. Great. Like Keep that. going. Tell uh, me more. This movie didn't know really what it wanted to be. And that is one of the biggest bummers. And it's one of my biggest problems with movies is I want a movie to know what it is, know what it's trying to be. Uh, that makes the viewing experience much more fulfilling when the film is coming from, uh, a foundation of a strong identity. And sure. this movie never established its identity for me mm -hmm. it really never established a foothold in what it wanted to be it was trapped somewhere between uh you know suspense horror and this this strange you're about to say comedy right no super villain origin oh, sure. story okay sure that was really really slow paced at times and when you think superhero anything slow paced aren't words that come to mind so um you know, bits and pieces of it kind of came through, but the background and the overall scope of this movie were kind of dull. Uh, and those bits and pieces that came through of any of those three genres were really quickly abandoned uh, and moved on to like the next thing it was trying to be. And it was really just kind of confusing. Like it was, what movie am I watching? Like what, what's the point of this? Like, what are they trying to be? I didn't know whether to laugh or be scared. Some of the spooky stuff kind of worked. Uh, I think this film fell short in the fact that most of the coolest stuff was in the trailer. I actually uh, avoided trailers for this. Good. Yeah. Good, good, First good. time in a while. I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, overall I will say really just okay, you know, because Instead of being good at one thing, it was kind of a sad mix of those three things. Um, and it was punctuated by just really seemingly kind of out of place gore. It was a lot, right? That was never, and that gore was never fully committed to. How do you mean? Like it didn't decide to be that kind of movie. It was like, I get you, yeah. That the gore felt out of place because it yeah. wasn't committing to being a it true wasn't like gore a movie. saw movie, yeah, where you're like exactly. you're building up the gore throughout it, yeah. Like, Here's here's a little sleepy old town. Oh, here's some stuff with some glass. Yeah, like, and right. I told you um, that going in, there was the, some of the gore in this movie was some of the worst I've ever seen in a movie. 
Did you mean by that? Now that you're saying it again, I'm thinking I might have misunderstood you. I thought you meant most um, most disturbing, like grossest gore. But did you actually mean the effects were bad? A little bit of both. Okay. Yeah, because it was like super shocking and like really rough mm-hmm. gore. Yeah. But also, it was like so overly CGI'd. It was kind of a bummer. Um, so that's my overall thoughts. It was just kind of a bummer. Like it was not what I was expecting. And right. This movie just couldn't make up its mind about what it wanted to be. And I think that led me to think of this movie as not that great. What did you like about it, if anything? You know, I liked the creep factor. I really think that the child supervillain has so much potential to be like way creepier than they did it. Uh, I really liked the young actor. I think he had like a super effective shark eyes doll smile mode that he went into that was just like unbearably skin crawly when he just was like not responding with any like, emotion or like, yeah, be safe. You too. Yeah. Very effective. Like I think there were moments like that that really caught. And then there were some jump scares that got me, but like the creepiness factor of like, he's super speedy. So like he could just appear right. out of seemingly thin air because he's so fast. So I liked the kind of indication of the level of power that this kid had. Um, I have some problems with the execution of it, but I'm a little bit spoiler on that. So we'll save that for the third segment. Um, But those were some of the things I liked. I really liked his dad in this movie. I really liked the young man's acting in this movie. Mr. Dunn. I believe you said his name was Jacob. Jacob. Oh man. Something like that. The kid that played Jackson. Jackson. Dunn. Dunn. So close. Um, I really liked him in this. I thought he had uh, pretty good acting chops. You know, he was yeah. pretty pretty creepy. Pretty it's, creepy little kid. It's weird, like, trying to tell that line, I would assume, as that actor, because he's, like, he's probably, like, 10 or 11 or 12, right? Yeah. In the movie, he's 12. Yeah. So he's probably around there. Like, like this idea of, like, trying to be sort of borderline um, uh, nonchalant and, like, just don't care at all what humans are saying about other human problems. Yeah. But then also, like, trying to seem creepy. Yeah. And at times, like, trying to come off as sympathetic. Yeah. Which I think was fine. Like it's, it's. I don't think the point of his performance is to try to make us believe that he was telling the truth. Like when it was when he was lying to cover up something terrible he did, it was obvious to us, and it was also obvious like his parents. I think um, part of that was like the alien aspect, like trying to be a person, and him like figuring out how to like manipulate and play people. Sure. Yeah. So, what are your overall thoughts? Well, so I think like, get okay. It's one of these movies that we're dealing with. Uh, an alien murderer kind of superhero kid. So there's going to be spoiler degrees. I think that's fine to say <laughs> um, like degrees of belief suspension here, um, which I'm fine with. I think that's good, but the stuff that doesn't work in terms of like the human, particularly the Elizabeth Banks character. Oh God, she like was the worst. The refusing to acknowledge what any normal person would be like, no, you clearly something's not right. I have her in my notes as ostrich mom. Sure. And her fallback is always like, he's, he's, he's always been my son. I will never turn my back on him. Yeah. Whatever. Fine. But there's those moments throughout that kind of took me out of it. Cause I would be on board with like evil Superman. Cool. I think yeah. it's a really cool premise. Exactly. But I just don't think, I don't think there's enough, um, built up to make us believe any of the characters really outside of maybe Kyle, the dad. Yeah. And those moments added a layer of cheese that made it feel unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think like I, I don't know. We're, we're this movie kind of turns into like a um, I don't want. I don't think this is giving too much away. But like there are murders in this movie by, yeah. by this kid because he's evil. I think that's pretty clear from the trailer. Um, and it seems at points more interested in delivering shock value from those deaths than it does sort of developing why any of us care about this, why his parents are invested, or why he is doing this. Like we get this sort of omniscient evil presence. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and that's like motivating him. Yeah. And that's about as far as we, like, we're just supposed to be like, all right, that's why he's doing this. Yeah. We needed more motive, less action. Totally. Yeah. Um, like early on in the movie, it's like the opening scene. I think it opens up in their house with like an infertility book on the shelf. So yeah. like they, we get it. Like their motivation, they want to have a kid, but to assume I, it feels insulting that the movie be like, okay, I would believe as an audience member that the mother would be willing to deal with all of this just because she couldn't have her own baby. Yeah. Like it was a lot of like, you have to go along with this and that's all we're going to give you. So be on board with it and love it. Cause it's awesome. And it wasn't that awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately I think I'm on the same page as you. Like this movie is 
was entertaining for a little bit. It's a nice kind of subversion of the superhero origin story. Yeah. Could have been a lot better. It was totally. a nice distraction on a, a Wednesday afternoon for me. Yeah. I, I'm going to forget it very mm-hmm. soon. Yep. Um, and when we get to the danger zone to talk specifics, I'm going to uh, probably rip some holes into it. And I'm looking forward to doing so. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think we're pretty much on the same page. Just overall, as a film, it was definitely on the weaker side. Yeah. And I think I'm ready to rate it. Okay, then let's uh, let's do that. Yes. Out of 10, what do you got? Out of 10, Brightburn for me is a 5.8. It's, yeah. it's respectable. Entertainment values there. Um, there's so many things I would do differently. Massive potential wasted, I yeah, think, is really- such a bummer too. Yeah. Because it's a cool idea. Exactly. That's the first trailer I saw. I was like, oh my God, evil- Right. You su- were stuck for this. Yeah, it was an evil supervillain origin story. Like, this could be really awesome. Like, it's kind of like the- uh, what is it? The not the Avengers, but the Marvel or the DC ones, the uh, Justice League. Sure. Yeah. Like the Justice League Dark series of right. comics. That's and they're going to come right? out with like an R rated movie because yeah. it's all grimy and like violent. Um, yeah. This movie just, it could have been awesome. And I think it had just yeah. missed the mark. I do want to like, I don't want to just only say bad things about this. I think there were a lot of really good things to some extent, mostly to deal with performances, not so much plots. I think the plot was pretty lame and visuals there are some cool visuals Some cool visuals too i really liked the overall color scheme contrast and i like the use of it's just like red and black lots of that very yeah. like very poppy um contrasty type stuff yeah some um, cool film work yeah or special effects work is the case maybe right looking at my notes actually there's one more thing i wanted to mention that is bad before i get into things i liked and it was like there's this moment where um there's it, it's basically played as like this big reveal to us it's like this montage of cutting between a couple different scenes. There's a notebook involved. Oh um, yeah. And it's like the movie plays it like it's this big revelation to us as the audience. Like we've known this from the get, like he's behind all this. So like, I just think there's, there's moments like that. And that one's a huge one that they try to put all this weight on. And it just doesn't work Yeah, the way they're trying to make it work. Exactly. Cause it tries to put us in the shoes of one particular character. It's bad delivery. It's terrible delivery. Um, that said, you have these two different characters in, in, um, Brandon's parents, you have Tori and Kyle, again, Elizabeth Banks and David Denman. And they're like these two opposite people. I was really thrown off. They were even together. <laughs> like he's this like simpleton kind of farmer guy that likes to hunt and drink beer in pool halls. And like, like basically a stereotype of like a country guy. Mm-hmm. And then she's like this kind of forward thinking artsy type, um, reads a lot of books, that kind of thing. Um, and it was interesting to me because she got a lot of these really predictable kind of stale lines. At one point, she literally says in the movie, like, shut up and kiss me. And I've never been in that romantic situation where that wouldn't get laughed at. Right. Um, so she gets a lot of that. But then what's interesting is that David Denman's character gets a lot of more. He gets a lot more dialogue for one, but it's also a little bit more insightful. And it's this weird thing that I think happens subconsciously for me is like I was expecting more from her character yeah. and I wasn't expecting much from him. So when he had more to work with, there's a scene where he kind of gives um, Brandon like this, like a sex talk mm-hmm. and it brings like a lot of character to that scene. Yeah. And I was did. really caught off guard and I think it worked really well for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we said this on recording. I'm not sure, but he was like one of the better parts of this movie. Definitely. Um, yeah. And you're used to Elizabeth Banks bringing more weight. Totally. Like she has, she's a great actress. Yeah. Also, um, I just don't understand. Like she's got purple hair in the beginning. Like she's got purple streaks in her hair and they're living in this farmhouse that is so tacky. It's just so tacky. Yeah. The wallpaper is gross. Like she can't be a painter and an artist and like be okay with that. It's a nasty room. Like, ugh. Just, the wallpaper. Just it's so gross. Yeah. It's like a 1940s cottage. And I just, don't, that was, that's what I was like, I'm already out. I feel like you're more upset about the decor of their house than she was. I'm, I am. And she should have been so much more upset. Like, <laughs> like this is unacceptable. She Elizabeth should Banks, know that. You should be more mad you're about more this. You're more stylish than that. Like, you're better than this, Elizabeth Banks. On. Get it together, Tori. Also, there's a dream sequence with a baby that I literally laughed out loud. At, at the end, there's like a part where, we'll talk about it, I yeah. guess, later. But that was, um, I liked it. But I can't say that's a good part of this movie. No, it just it made me so, laugh. Yeah. Um, All right, man. Rate this thing. Yes. So I'm going to give it a four. Okay. It's fine. I'm not mad that I watched it. Like it's not but on you're a Jurassic also not World. Happy. No, I could have easily skipped this movie. Yeah. Um, we're in this weird time in like blockbuster time of the year where there's sort of a lull. Like Avengers Endgame came out and there's some other big movies. And then there's like this deep breath we take before we dive into the summer season. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what I would call a filler movie yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. 
which sucks because, like I said, wasted potential. Could have been so, great. Yeah, it's a swing and a miss. It's a 5.8 for me, and it's a 4 from Young Maxwell. Yeesh. Brightburn. See it or don't. Or don't. Yeah. Uh, when we come back from break, we're going to talk about our second and final beer from Cameron again. Um, and then we're going to get into Hot and Bothered, which is what we've been up to uh, this past week. Talk about what's got us happy or sad or hot or bothered, essentially. And then after all that, we will get back to some spoilers for Brightburn. So one final spoiler alert here. Uh, so stick around. It's really dangerous in here. Danger zone. As we get into this danger zone, uh, there is literal danger. <laughs> so I am um, bleeding. We try not to open beers while we're recording because the noise is kind of distracting. So um, Johnny opened up this beer on the break, and look if you uh, don't already follow us on social media. We didn't say this at the top of the show, but um, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. In this case, probably Instagram. Because I filmed the aftermath of what turned out to be a bit of a suicide bomber. Uh, there's a pun in there somewhere. Out of this 22-ounce bottle, Johnny opened it, and the the bottle cap shot off of it, clipped his ear, and then shot into the curtain at the other side of the room uh, with some force. And now Johnny's ear is bleeding. <laughs> yep. Right in the earlobe. Blood. Um. So... Cameron, we'll go ahead and say that we think this was on purpose, and we all think that we should bleed for this podcast at some point or another, and Johnny has had his first blood, I guess. Um, and it works, you know? It's a very metal thing. Don't hurt me. Uh, nope. Well, and there's a weird amount of blood, like a lot. And yeah. it's something about maybe your earlobe. I don't know how it works with gauges. Maybe it's like more blood and pooling in the bottom. I don't think so. I don't know. I think that's just like the constant level of alcohol in my bloodstream. Yeah, probably just thins it out. I'm a bleeder. Uh, in any case, the beer we're discussing is from Bombastic Brewing. It's called Attempted Murder, <laughs> which is a spinoff on their... Do nor- you want to talk about the label? Fucking fitting. I want to talk about how sure. it just tried to kill me. Well, sure. Oh, that's... I didn't even think about that. I was still caught up on the crow pun. I'm bleeding. This yeah. beer tried to kill me. Attempted murder, indeed. Look at me. I'm the pun now. You are. You're the joke. Uh, it's a lot of blood, man. <laughs> it's still going. Dude. It's still going. It's still going. Um, I don't care. I'm a soldier. Not right. literally figuratively of course for beer and movies absolutely yep uh attempted murder is a stout it's an aged version a barrel aged version of their murder stout this time it has vanilla and cinnamon um aside from it being carbonated like aggressively a mofo. uh johnny what do you can what can you tell me about this a looks or taste or smell whatever you whatever you want to do man well it is jet black it is highly carbonated I have sampled it once and it was it was pretty tasty i'm gonna evaluate it a bit more thoroughly I think I'm in shock, though. While you're you know, tasting it. It's a head wound. Sure, of course. It's an ear wound. Um, it's 10% ABV, if I'm not mistaken, at least on the website. I will check the bottle in case that's not correct. 10.5. Okay. Excuse me. This is thin. It's yeah, very, bit. very effervescent and bubbly. Um, I get nice roasty notes up front with vanilla coming in to sweeten it and kind of round out the flavor. And I get all of the cinnamon on the middle to the back end. Same. And it finishes nice and kind of spicy with the cinnamon uh, and roasty. It finishes with like roasty, roasted malt and cinnamon kind of leaving you with like almost like that taste in your mouth. Like you just had a sip of black coffee. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm trying to find here uh, just a little bit more information about it if I could on Beer Advocate. Um, but it seems like this is sort of the uh, the gist of it is what we already said. Mm-hmm. Um, the only stipulation here is there's, it's actually Madagascar vanilla, which is a thing. Oh, I don't yeah. fully understand, but it's I know sweeter. that it's a, yeah. Okay. I don't know why. Right. Still bleeding. Yep. Um, no man, same thing. Cinnamon is not overbearing. I feel like a lot of times when there's a stout that incorporates cinnamon, it can just be like super hot and almost like peppery. Yeah. Um, or like a chili pepper kind of aged stout. Yeah. Whereas like, I want it to, to drink more like a cinnamon roll. You yeah, know, when totally. I think like cinnamon vanilla stout, I think like liquid Cinnabon. Sure. Like that's the goal. And I don't know if this gets there for me. It's not no. quite that. Um, yeah, it's lacking the mouthfeel. You like, need way more viscosity. Like, you know how Double Stack from Great Notion is basically just maple syrup and pancakes? Yes, I do. Um, which is really good. I wouldn't call that beer subtle necessarily. <laughs> no. Um, no, if you open it in a bar, people in the next building right. over are like, I want pancakes. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Where's breakfast at? Um, so this one I think actually does toe the line pretty when well. When they put it in an IHOP. <laughs> I talked to my grandma on the phone the other day. It was her birthday. And um, 
She told me about her day and said, well, yeah, we went out. She said, we went to the International House of Pancakes for breakfast. <laughs> which is like, I don't, I didn't know people said that. That's the cutest thing. Of, that's and the most grandma I shit. I know. And she was like, I just I just love the International House of Pancakes. And then we went to Red Lobster uh, for dinner. And I was like, oh. these are the most chainy. Like, <laughs> like they're on uh, the same street in they, Chico. They're always, yeah. Yeah. They're, I think in every, they're right by the mall mm. always. But whatever. You know what? You like what you like. Yeah. And if I'm happy, if she's happy, I'm happy. That's fair. That's adorable. Um, At this stage in the game, go nuts. Yeah, do what you got to do. doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Um. Anyways, double stack, maple, pancakes, straight up. This mm-hmm. is like still a stout with, with these flavors. It's yeah. not It's not a cinnamon vanilla beer. Mm-hmm. It's and a stout exactly. with those flavors. Which is nice because it, sure. it definitely drinks like a, a traditional stout because it is very non-barrel mm-hmm. aged. It's very on the thin side. Yeah, I was trying to figure out actually because some people – uh, quote this as being barrel aged unless there's a barrel aged version that I'm not aware of and I want to look into that because it does not drink like a barrel aged beer even though it is ten and a half percent like when you think of this compared to found uh founders no uh who does ten fifty uh well, Oscar Blues Oscar Blues same alcohol content but this is so much lighter than a ten fifty right depends you're talking about regular ten fifty no, I'm talking about regular yeah no that beer is like but even that beer is super thick. But I think if you revisited that now, you would find that it's a little bit thinner on the mouthfeel than you remember. Oh, no, I had it a couple of days ago. It's still pretty thin to me. Yeah, but I would still say this is thinner. Definitely. Like this one, This one, if you were like, this is a porter, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Strong porter. Um, but 1050, I'm still like, no, that's a stout. I love the nose on this beer. Yeah. What are you getting mostly? Because I got vanilla for vanilla. sure. Yeah. yeah. I love the the robust punchiness of the vanilla right up front. Yeah. Vanilla is one of those ones that we've talked about on the show. It's such a flavor that you can you can so overdo it and it becomes um, so artificial tasting and unenjoyable a lot of the time. Yeah, but then you have beers like a, like Birthday Bomb where just they hit that like vanilla, or vanilla eclipse. Oh, the vanilla eclipse is so good. If you can get if you can get a strong flavor like vanilla, like you ever use vanilla extract in anything, listeners? Yeah, you can easily right? like one drop too many is gonna ruin whatever you're, like, you're doing. Bloop. It's so strong. Bloop. Ah, screwed it up. So yeah, right. So to find that balance in a beer is is an art form, mm-hmm. and I think this one does it pretty well. Yeah, definitely. My main complaints are just the 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 mouthfeel and the thinness of it. Yeah, and um, and the uh, attempted murder. Yeah, well, that and it on your to, life. Yeah, tried to kill me. Other than that, dude, I could have lost an eye. It came out pretty pretty aggressive. It came out hot. Yeah, like yeah, it did. I really thought you dodged. I, I pictured like a Matrix bullet time. Kind Bro, of I tried. Dodge you know, head. if I hadn't moved, it might have taken out my eye. Yeah. Oh, that'll be a. I wish we were about to segue into this movie again because that would have been a nice transition into the eye scene. Right. Whatever. I'll say it again later. Thanks. Yeah. So, no, overall, it's not a bad beer. Uh, it definitely drinks like a non barrel aged porter. So, you're going to get a ton of uh, thinness mm-hmm. and, and incredibly way too much carbonation. Like, mm-hmm. like calm down, bombastic brewing. Yeah, that's a lot. Good grief. Um, you know, are they out of Ben too? Uh, good question. No, they're out of Hayden, Idaho. Yeah, that's right. I meant to say that. Well, you didn't. You got me. I forgot. I didn't remember if you did or not. Um, yeah, Hayden, Idaho. Uh, I don't know how specific we should be about like where in Idaho things are located. I feel like just to some extent, Idaho is Idaho. It is. Um, so this beer. Yes. You like it. I like it. I like it. Safe to say we don't love it. Correct. So let's rate it. All right. 6.2. 6.2. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I'm going to go, I'm going to go seven. Yeah. I'm going to go a solid seven. Um, Cause I really do appreciate sort of the nuance here. You're like that guy on the prices, right? That takes my bet and, and just adds want, one, one penny. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, so I always, at least the past like couple months, I think about how I can translate this to an untapped or a letterbox rating. You always rate things higher than me though. That's not true. Uh, I rated the movie lower than you. Boom. By almost two whole points. I guess my theory sucks. Yeah, sorry. All right. That's why I'm not a scientist. Um, but no, but I think like what I was saying earlier, like vanilla is so easy to overpower a beer. Yeah. I would like, of course, a little bit less carbonation or a little bit more viscosity. I'd probably go either way. I'd be fine with, with either one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that they're just like, here's vanilla, here's cinnamon. We don't have to add a bunch of stuff and we're not going to overpower you with those things. And it still drinks like a stout. Is good. I'm into that. I think it's a really solid beer. It pulls no punches. It knows knows what it is, but um, just the way the beer universe is right now, it's it's strongly middle of the road. But that's fine because it's a big, wide road with lots of beer on it. 
So yeah, true. If you're in the middle of it, that's way better than 50% of the beer on the road. Totally. You said six point six two. Six two. Okay. Yeah. Uh good. Well, that is the end of attempted murder. Uh well, that's good. Yeah. It's always good you're when the attempted safe again. When the attempted murder ends, we can have peace. From bombastic. But brewery. not in Brightburn. No. Uh, but we're not gonna go Brightburn yet. We're gonna go hot and bothered. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this counts as you're bothered, but it might. <laughs> Just getting the fact an, that my ear's ear still puncture. bleeding. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to go first because last, uh, what day is it? It doesn't matter what day it is. In the past week, I had a tasting of cakes for my wedding. Okay. And we have booked our uh, cakery. Is that the right thing? Baker. Baker. Yeah, I suppose. Cakery sounds more fun. Pastry chef. Sure. Um, and we went in for a tasting at Lovely Layers. If you're not familiar where that is, it's right across from like Secret Trail here in Chico, South End. Yeah, town. they're awesome. They're awesome. They're great people. They do vegan cupcakes. They do. And I have to get some for my sister and maybe you actually. I would totally love cool. that. Cool. Yeah, we got to get a couple um, because there are some people that do not do well with dairy or think that it's wrong. Whatever the reason is, we're going to have some vegan cupcakes. That's awesome. Uh, several months ago, probably closer to like a year at this point, I was drunk with Gianna who was drunk enough to agree. And I have it on a voice memo that we could have a funfetti cake at our wedding, <laughs> which is my favorite cake. Yeah. Um, funfetti is the shit. It's so good. Yeah. But I thought that like, maybe I was alone in this. Turns out, uh, it's a pretty common request. A lot of dude, they, that's so popular. They made ice cream. Uh, yeah. That's There's true. like, it's funfetti. Yeah. Yes. No, it's a thing, dude. It's just, and if I don't know where you've been, if you don't know what funfetti is, it's like a vanilla white cake with, um, like sprinkles in it. Yeah, but they like bake into the cake and they yeah. turn like the white cake different colors. It's a great cake. Like I'm not a huge chocolate guy. I don't love fud like double fudge espresso nuggets. Not for me. Yeah. Um. So what I think we're gonna do is a funfetti cake, one or two tiers, like a sweetheart cake for myself and Gianna and our wedding party and family. And then we're gonna have three cupcake varieties plus a s'mores bar and ice cream for our guests. And we're going to go with a strawberry cheesecake cupcake, a carrot cake cupcake. Carrot cake's the business. I used to hate it, but then I tried the one at Lovely Layers. And I was like, this is so good. Dude, I had their vegan carrot cupcake. Yeah, dude. She was like, um, the owner, Emily, was like, try this. It's got, you know, your standard carrot cake. It's got the carrots. It's got coconut, walnut, um, and no raisins because nobody likes cooked raisins, no. which is true. Yeah. And nobody, but everybody puts them in their carrot cake. Yeah. So I'm a carrot cake fan now. Nice. With the nice cream cheese frosting. Totally. Yep. Oh, it's the business, dude. And, and the last one we're doing is a is a wow, what was it? It was a it was like a white vanilla sponge cake with um a blueberry type cream cheese frosting dipped in honey. Ooh. Or some like like really subtle but really delicious. Subtle but vibrant. It's and so good. Refreshing. So we we covered our cakery deposit and we're gonna pay the rest of it whenever we have to, but finally got that knocked out. I like that. And so, they're a great yeah. local business they're too. They're a great business. And yeah. also like um if you're just in Chico, they have pretty good coffee, but they have really good like pastries and stuff. Yep. Like you can pop in there and grab coffee and breakfast and it's one of those places yes. like I don't think anybody knows it's there, mm -hmm. but I love that place. Yeah, it's great. I'm so stoked we ended up like we that was our um, wedding planner's recommendation. Nice. And it's so nice when it just works out. It's like, yep, that's yeah. perfect. And that's exactly what we want. They're all so sweet in there. Every yes. time I've ever been in there, everyone's been super polite. Yep. And nice, and I love it. So that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that you're getting your cake yes. from them. So I'm, that was a very big milestone for my wedding and my life, as it turns out, this week. So I wanted to shout it out. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. What are you thinking? Uh, one of my hot and bothered this week, I just watched the episode that Guy Fieri did in Chico. When, right after the camp, crust? Uh, right after the campfire. Yeah. Yeah. So he went around and went to like the Banshee, went to Cine Cortez, went to like Upper Crust. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool just seeing him at the Banshee and like they made my favorite sandwich, which is the, the, uh, faux wrench dip or the pho wrench yeah, dip. Yeah, sure. Oh, weird. Yeah. What is that? It's a French dip with like an Asian slaw uh, uh -huh. and they serve a bowl of pho like, as your dip. Your dip here, yeah. like your au jus. It's That's so fun. good. Yeah. So that's got me pretty hot. Nice, uh, dude. I never thought Guy Fieri would get me hot. That's fair. But, you know, I took a trip to Flavortown. I rolled the dice. Oh, God. And it was pretty cool because it was a big shout out to my community and like yeah. the way that everybody pulled together. He was so impressed with everything that he came back and, and did an episode. Yeah. So it was really cool. Uh, two things. One, um, I think I'm good and hot and bothered. But two, you <laughs> lost your blood clot cloth okay. on your ear. It's Is on it your still collar. bleeding? Um. Don't squeeze it, but no. Okay, we're good then. 
Okay. Uh, let's talk about Brightburn. Yeah, man. With I, some spoilery stuff. I don't think I was bothered by anything. Oh, sorry. Okay. I'm just thinking, man. You cut me off. I always just assume we each have one of each. Why well, didn't... Yeah, if we have one of each, that means I get a bother. Sorry, I mean... Um, you're right. I meant one or the other. Oh. Well, it should be hot or bothered then. It should be. But yeah. that's not as catchy. Exactly. Hot so, or bothered. Is anything bothering you? No, I'm fine. Yeah? I don't care. I spent so much time talking about my cake tasting. I don't that's know. fair. I had some stuff that bothered me, but like talking about cake made me feel better. Yeah, so like I forgot about it. Yeah. Food makes me happy. Yeah. I have a very unhealthy relationship with food. That's fine. Yeah. That's what. Ooh. Thunder. Is that thunder? Holy shit. Nobody, I'm, I'm confident nobody else can hear that. But wow, I heard one of those earlier while you were talking. I was like, Is Yeah, some, I feel like there was an earthquake starting. I thought maybe like a car started up or that something. That happens a lot over here on yeah. this uh, street, but yeah, that was no, was that's thunder. When I was coming back from Orville earlier, there's big thunderstorms up over paradise, right. right? Anyways, that's hot and bothered. Yes, let's duh, let's be done. Final, hot. final spoiler alert for Brightburn. If you haven't seen it, we're gonna spoil some stuff, yeah. although. I don't know this is a movie that has a ton of spoilers, right? Not really. Like, like if you if you know the premise of this movie, you kind of see where it's going. You were just going to point out specifics at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm going to open my notes again, as are you, I think. Yep. Um, Drop the phone hella hard. So like I was saying earlier, there's this, there's this moment where um, the movie kind of plays it like this big revelation to us as the audience, but we've already known. I mean, it's this, the point in the movie where he's been like writing his initials, like his logo in blood on all the murder places. And then his mom has been denying it the whole time. And then the sheriff comes over and he's like, can I, is your son around? Can I come in? And she's like, no, you can't come in. You better leave. Which also was like, why, why wouldn't you let him come in? Like, don't you want to know? Yeah. And she runs upstairs, looks at his notebook and it's like all these signatures. She subconsciously knew. Sure. Because she looked over her shoulder at school and saw the notebook. Right. And it's also like, again, we're supposed to buy into this because she has said one time, He's my baby boy. I will I will never turn my back on him. But like also like at this point he's murdered your sister. Uh wait, did he kill her? Nope. Just okay, her the, husband. Yep. Um the in the process dine. of murdering your husband and the diner lady. And the diner lady and isn't about to kill the sheriff and everybody basically. He killed a lot of people. A lot of people. Pretty high body count for this kid. Yes. Um so she like runs up to the to his room, looks in his backpack to find his notebook that she saw earlier, and we're intersplicing between that and like the hunting scene. And it's like meant to be this really tense scene. Like we already know all this. Like, like this bro, isn't just tense shoot for him. us. Just shoot him. Well, that too. But like, like there's this moment where like just look at her face and she's like, oh my god. And we're supposed to be like, oh my god. But like yeah. we've been there for like an hour. Well, see, that's for the people that have been texting in the movie. This is the movie you could, you could text this movie. Well, we were just making jokes earlier about how people watch things. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's for the people that haven't been paying attention. Yeah. Like, oh, God, what's happening? I also love the moment that, like, both the mom and dad at some point, like, see Brandon doing something very, very strange and don't say anything to the other person. Like, I think, so the mom finds him sleepwalking, like, trying to, like, like having a seizure, trying to open up where they hid the spaceship. Yeah. And then later, like, the dad sees him chewing on a fork. <laughs> Yeah. Like not like bending it. It's really like, fucked up at this point. Yeah. And then like goes up to the room, his room, Brandon's room to tell his wife about it. And they like discover porn. Yeah. It was like a Victoria's Secret cutouts. And, and like, he, yeah, he was about to walk up and be like, Hey, by the way, our kid's chewing on a fork. And, and then it's like, Oh wait. Okay. He's looking at porn. He's a normal kid. That's yep. fine. But it was forget also, about the fork thing. But it also segued from like newspaper cutouts of models and yes. like bras to like a human anatomy diagram to surgery stills which, of like people splayed open. Which doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like what was what was the point of that? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean like I think a lot of it was like he's an alien. Maybe he's just figuring out humans. Humans? Yeah. Like he doesn't understand because he's not like that. Cause then there's that tie-in at the end with like the diner mom, like splayed open, pinned up against the thing. Like there was some thread here about like humans being split open mm -hmm. and i don't think there was any point to it like they were just like yep that's that um do we have to take a break <laughs> i think we might take a break it's getting pretty nasty outside i just heard like 10 seconds of i did thunder. too man that was nuts um well I, really quickly because it's not the world's not ending probably is there more you want to talk about about this movie um i think we kind of went over everything really um 
there was just those cheesy parts and the stuff that was unbelievable, like Elizabeth Banks just being head buried firmly in the sand. Just, just yeah, refusing. Just, and it's, yeah. It was just bullshit, and it was hard to overlook, and yes. it took me out of the movie. Same. So, I mean, there were, like, the gore, like, it was kind of well done. It was, like, intermediately done, but it was so out of place. Yeah, particularly with Noah, um, their aunt's husband in the car crash scene. That like, one was, yeah. I don't know. There are moments like like at one point you see somebody pull a piece of glass straight from their eye mm-hmm. and it's like, I, okay. Like I'm, I'm in at that point, like that's effective. It's gross and whatever, but like at least it wasn't played kind of as a joke. Whereas I feel like the car scene kind of was. Yeah. Um, though I do think it was, it was the guy from the office, by the way. I feel like he was like Moses or like one of Dwight's cousins. He was. And he okay. was also in breaking bad. Oh, I didn't watch that. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's I love, like, I think he did it really well. He's like, in his car and it's stalling and he sees Brandon and he's like, Nope, mm-mm, Nope. Gotta go. No, nope. he was hammered at that point. That's too. true. He's also really drunk. Um, anyways, Brightburn is a movie. You can see it if you want. Neither of us are going to say you should. Yeah. I'm not going to give this one a very strong recommendation no. No. at all. I would say listening to this podcast is sufficient. That's the movie. Yeah. Not many movies I'd say that about either. No. Usually I encourage you to go, but sure. this is the first one in a while where it really honestly doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to find us on social media, you can do that. We're at Fresh Hop Cinema on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can support our show for as little as $1 per episode. That's like 4 bucks a month, uh, less than an expensive cup of coffee. Uh, and you can do that. It's really easy. Just go to patreon.com slash freshhopcinema, sign up. Or if you just want to keep up with our normal day-to-day stuff, you can read old reviews about beers and movie. Go to freshhopcinema.com. Um, until next week, we are going to be doing what we always do, drinking beer, watching movies. And uh, taking over the world. We'd love to hear from you, so please don't hesitate to reach out if you'd like to talk to us. Yeah. Thanks again to Cameron for donating beers for the show. That was so, so sweet. Yep. And we loved them. Exactly. She's the coolest. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Also, uh, take a screenshot where you listen and share it on Instagram. Yeah. That's uh, a fun way to interact with is. us. That's Johnny Summers. That's Max Minardi. And together we're Fresh Hop Cinema. And we are done for this week. And scene. Report to We hope you enjoy This is Fresh Hop Cinema.